time for us to check in with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun this morning. And, you know, this is a good question because I think a lot of people have been talking about this, Vaughn, and that is, what do we do with our time at three o'clock in the afternoon now when there's no pandemic briefing? Yes, Dr. Bonnie Henry and Adrian Dix have left the building there. (laughs) (laughs) While you were off, we had the last of them. Uh, What, 210 media briefings over 15, 16, 17 months, depending on when you start counting. Um, 10, 15 questions a day. So our our colleague Keith Baldry worked it out. Probably 3,000 questions at these things. And as you say, broadcast live on BC1 and CKNW, so people followed them firsthand. And that was an unusual experience for reporters because, I mean, first of all, we were subject to reviews the same as Dix and Dr. Henry, and it's an unfamiliar experience for journalists to have people push back at just the tone of your questions, as I had experienced uh, sometimes. It just, I think it showed you just how important this was, how top of mind it was for so many people. That That's true, and it also, I think, the other uh, sort of media lesson, media discovery on it for any of us who followed the story, and obviously you had to, it was the biggest story around, was that it it seemed that every other story that came along after a day or two, whatever the story was, it kind of got crowded out by the pandemic because what people really wanted to know was, what's the risk in my neighborhood? Do I wear a mask or not a mask? What are the rules? Uh, How long is there a lockdown? How long does it last in my sector? When are the vaccines going to be available? Then when do I get vaccinated? It's all understandable. I mean, this this was a real story, and it was right there in front, and everyone in BC was dealing with it to some degree. Um, I think there was a tendency uh, among all of us to kind of hope it was over before it was over, and maybe excessive optimism at times. But as I say, really, there, there's nothing like it in modern times. Um, it, it, both in terms of yeah. a, of a a story that went on and on and on until, I mean, <laughs> I was sick and tired of the storyline. <laughs> I I have to think that compared to Dr. Henry and Adrian Dix, like they must have just like, oh man, yeah. am I going to be glad when this is over? Right. And you know, we hope it is over. Uh, I'm I, I'm a pessimist, as you know, Simi. So I still watch the numbers on the Delta variant and hope that other variants don't arrive, but the numbers are down and headed in the right direction, and I think people are ready to turn the page and move on. The vaccination numbers in BC are encouraging, and it looks at the moment as if uh, we'll be able to uh, complete uh, the reopening. Uh, I think the next target date is September the 1st. Okay, so just for the record, though, the vaccination effort, it was what, are we at 40% now fully vaccinated, something like that? Something like that, and, you know, um, we've not had the really serious problem that they're having in the United States of people refusing to get vaccinated for ideological reasons. Yes, there are people like that in BC, and yes, I heard from them at times uh, when I, you know, (laughs) didn't grab Dr. Bonnie Henry by the throat and demand that she admit the whole thing is a hoax. Uh, But um, that, uh, we don't have a big a problem. We're still being told, don't get overconfident and make sure you're getting vaccinated and make sure the younger people in your life get vaccinated because there has been a bit of a lag there. But no, I I would say on the vaccination front, uh, British Columbia's progress is 
generally favorable and encouraging. Uh, they have started to add sort of uh, spot clinics and pop-up clinics and specialty clinics in some parts of the province where for a number of reasons vaccinations have lagged. There's parts of BC, uh, you know, we had, we've had examples of, uh, I think we had one last week where somebody from Fort St. John had phoned in to get a vaccination date and they said there's none here, but, um, you know, could you go to uh, the place they pulled out of the air, terrorists, or like it was miles and miles right. and miles away. So there's been some of that, and, and Dr. Bonnery, Henry herself toured the north and the interior to get feedback from the local officials. But, no, I, I have to say here in B.C., um, vaccine hesitancy isn't nearly as big a problem as it's been some other places. And the Delta variant, which is a big problem in some places, in Ontario in particular, the U.K., is not as big a problem here, although, you know, I think you hear the warnings that uh, we're not out of the woods, we need to be careful, don't get overconfident, and uh, let's hope we never have to see another... Uh, we Let's hope the briefings don't come back. I yes. don't miss them. Let's hope that too. Fingers crossed. Uh, one thing we could probably use, though, a few more briefings on, Vaughn, is Site <laughs> C, right? Yes, yes, I do love BC Hydro. They've been so generous to me in terms of material over the years on Site C. <laughs> we, got a, we got a progress report last week from BC Hydro, and, and it runs about oh, 150 pages, including appendices. And really, only BC Hydro has mastered the art of releasing giant reports that simply don't tell you what you want to know. So the latest uh, Hydro report deals with the 50% increase in the budget for Site C this year. It, it jumped to from $10.7 billion to $16 billion according to John Horgan. Um, so this is an explanation for why it happened. And Hydro Simi insists, absolutely insists, that it's because of the pandemic. It's not. The number one reason is the pandemic. It is not over budget. Number one, because of this problem they discovered in the foundations three years ago and kept from us until the eve of the last election. Um, they say that, that it was a factor, but... No, seriously. The pandemic is the number one reason, but, ah, Hydro, you know, there is, um, included in the report is a detailed breakdown of all the budget. Uh, this is a report to the Utilities Commission. But the version of the report they released to the public, they took that out for reasons of confidentiality. So you'll just have to take Hydro's word for it. Oh, that always and, works. And why would we ever doubt BP right. Hydro on a matter like this? That's the part that I, uh, given their history, it is astounding to me that they would actually have the audacity yeah. to put nope. that out. They're like, oh, trust us. Yep. And they say, by the way, that, you know, this uh, foundation thing that has been, as I say, it was detected in August 2018, but not shared with the public until late last summer. Um, that problem is still they were still working on the fix. They think they've figured it out. They're going to drive a bunch of piles into um, the place where the foundation will be built to stabilize it, which is encouraging. They say the technical advisors have signed off on this, but if you read the fine print of the technical reports, what the technical independent advisors say is they've based their conclusions on information provided by BC Hydro and that uh, this should not be taken as a guarantee. So don't take that one to the bank yet either. I, I, this saga is not over. There's still, uh, 
We're still four years away, four and a half years away almost from Site C being completed. Um, of that $16 billion budget, they've only spent about $7 billion to date. So only. there's still a couple of reels to run in this movie, in my opinion. I can see that, yes. When is the next like update supposed to come for this? They give them every quarter, and they go to the Utilities Commission. So the most recent one was covered the first three months of this year. So the next three months, uh, the next quarter, will be covered in a report tabled mm, uh, this fall at some point. They usually, they usually hit their marks in terms of tabling, although they held off on that for a while, too. Uh, before the election, but um, since there's no election on the horizon at the moment, uh, I assume that they'll uh, go back to providing regular updates. Although, how much information we'll get in them, Simi? They, as I said, Hydro can Hydro is capable of releasing yeah. hundreds of pages of information and not telling you the one thing you want to know. <laughs> so true, uh, Vaughn. Thank you. Bye, bye, Simi. Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. There.